0: Some kind of big degree. The Mets tried to hire, and she said, no, nah. I'll stay right here.
1: <laughs> Kristen, Kristen Nicholson. Yeah. Do- yeah. Dr. Kristen Nicholson. She's got it rolling. Yeah, she's a doc.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that's why they pitching's like it is, man. And did you see where the Oakland A's have a new uh, lead announcer for baseball?
2: Yeah, first yeah. woman ever. Yeah. Isn't that something? Wow, it's pretty cool, Jim. Let's go ahead. All right, Dan. Thanks. Have Um, a good day.
1: No, uh, Doctor Kristen Nicholson is the pitching lab director. She is a biomechanist. I
2: I think too. You know, we we talk a lot about that pitching lab, and obviously, it's very valuable. But I think understanding all of it so well and being able to relay that to college kids is probably what puts it over the top. Like, I mean, you have to imagine LSU has all the access to the data in florida and that's not to say that they don't pitch well Well, they help schemes
1: tremendously yeah
2: but but what wake forest is doing you know one through 15 or however many pitchers they got is they're relaying that information most effectively
1: so a lot of you heard about this for the at the college world series if you're if you didn't here's a little bit of the background the pitching the wake forest pitching lab you can, it's fascinating Wakeforestpitchinglab.com, located in the chris Hurd player development center at David Couch Ballpark, featuring the latest biomechanical evaluation equipment and technology, the state-of-the-art facility enables our staff to conduct, conduct comprehensive 3D motion analysis of our players and develop training programs focused on the development and health of the pitching staff. They've got 20-plus cameras to capture uh, high-speed motion and slow motion, record every little player movement, force plates built into the pitching mound to measure forces such as leg drive and landing. Hell and a 3-D Doppler system that precisely measures the location, trajectory, and spin rate of hit and pitched baseballs.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's a hell
1: of an advantage. Yeah. And how many schools can – there's plenty, but yeah. how many can duplicate? Well, them, and I, really? I think
2: Wake Forest was probably one of the first to really, really dive into it, you know, maybe on an MLB type of level.
1: Before we get to, to a preview of Bleed Tech Blue, B.C. football season – Never over. I know you follow Chris Vanini from The Athletic. What's today's date?
2: Uh, February 13th.
1: App State opened spring practice yesterday.
2: Yeah, I think I saw Liberty did too. Hey, Never ends, does it? It's getting earlier and earlier. Yeah. Hey, I guess normally this time of year, Jim Harbaugh would have his Wolverines over in France or something.
1: Those were the old days. Missed miss the days of the satellite camp. Uh, Vanini said that uh,
2: Hawaii actually begins spring practice on January the 29th.
1: Hey, when you're an employee soon, you might as well just have practice all year <laughs> as well. As all right, give me a, yeah, give me a preview of BT. Yeah, we got a
2: lot coming up. Uh, obviously, Duncan Dogs go lose two last week. They're still in first place in Conference USA. Get to come back home, host Jacksonville State Thursday, FIU on Saturday. Yeah, you, you got to get two wins this week to kind of keep pace. Atop the conference, we got Diamond Dogs infielder, right-handed pitcher Ethan Bates will join us nice. at six fifteen. And at six forty-five, we got Tech President Jim Henderson in oh, studio. Really? Yep. So we're gonna have him in for a couple of segments and uh, pick his brain on what the uh, first forty-five days has yep. been like for him in Rust. Have we heard anything on the AD search? No, I think it's, it's very about to crank quiet. up, though. I think it's about to crank up your next couple of weeks. Kind of eerily quiet, if yes. I may say so. Yeah. Sean, Ben got him a... Ben
3: got him a... Uh, I can hear somebody oh, rumbling hey, in the Sean. background. Hey, Sean, hey, hey, hey.
1: Hey, Ben got him a fresh
3: haircut for the president today. I don't know if you... As he should. He's he's trying to present himself well. Still wearing a t-shirt.
1: It's a tuxedo t-shirt. He did clean up a little bit. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah. I'm just... Look, I'm just glad he kept his pants on today. I'm, oh, I'm just sorry, I'm sorry. glad Beck came today. <laughs> yeah. I get, I, get my, I get my puff. But, yeah, good point. Um, tomorrow's show, Nick Lang from Fast Break ENT will talk some uh, high school basketball as the girls start the playoffs, actually, this week. Uh, the boys get started next week. Uh, it is Wednesday. That means Lynn Scarborough from Lindy's Magazine will join us to talk SEC, turnaround and talk Conference USA. And uh, we'll try to add a guest between now and then for Beck Haynes, who's warming <laughs> up in the bullpen.
4: Me, 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 me,
1: (laughs) for John Tabor, for Ben Carlisle, I'm Sean Fox. We'll be back same time tomorrow, 3 o'clock, for another edition of The Sports Company.
0: This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m., for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977.
5: What?
6: they have a lot of fun things that go on in the morning.
5: This is the show that has two pros and a cup of Joe. Who is Joe? Lavar Errington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox.
1: They beat Baltimore, they beat San Francisco, they take out the two number one seeds in consecutive games, and now Patrick Mahomes has got himself another MVP. Like, like he's he's in already in rarefied air and only continuing to get better, it seems like. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Should have gave it to the defense, though. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I hear yeah, you. Forget the quarterback or yeah. everything. Screw yeah, it. it's funny. They,
5: they Someone texted me last night. They're like, this isn't a great team. And I'm like, that's a fair statement. Like, of, of the Kansas State Chiefs teams that have won, like, I, I don't know that this is their, this might probably be their, their least best. Is that fair to say? I don't yeah. know if you could.
3: Yeah, which makes it, them greater
1: to me.
5: Well, it, it makes him greater because he can overcome all of that.
1: What's amazing is that Mahomes has lost to two quarterbacks in the playoffs, Joe Burrow and Tom Brady, and he lost to Tom Brady multiple times. So Tom Brady beat him at Arrowhead. I think it was his rookie or his first year as a starter, second year in the NFL, and then beat him in the Super Bowl. Other than that, nobody beats Mahomes. And so to think they were close... It just came down to quarterback play at the end, and Patrick Mahomes made plays, and that's why he's the MVP. The dude third is MVP. special, man. He's awesome. No man. no
7: okay. denying that. Yep. It's a special dude. He
4: just has a knack for, like, at the right time, making the right play, you know? And, and like, he kind of took off,
1: and he's mobile enough to hurt you with his legs and all that. But the, I'm telling you, the scary thing is if they give him a couple other weapons, Or if this this group led the league in drops
5: in the regular season. To get the rest of LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox. Podcast by searching Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Listen to Two Pros and a Cup of Joe weekdays from 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio. This show is different. The Doug Gottlieb (laughs) Show. Make him
8: say. Make him say.
2: Ah. I thought Brock Purdy, he didn't play poorly. He made some good plays. It's really hard to determine what his level is because of how they play. They are so committed to the run with the exception of the start of the second half when they weren't. I, I did think that as they uh, marched down the field against uh, against the Chiefs and they ultimately settled for a field goal in overtime, I was surprised they didn't run the football once they got in you know, closer you know, inside the 40, why they didn't run the football more there. But overall, it was very good football. It was a close football game. It wasn't a great watch, but it wasn't because it was poorly played. Part of it is... As we told you all week, like you get all these people that are tweeting all these holding, you know, holding, pass interference, things that weren't called, whatever. I told you, they don't want to throw penalties in the Super Bowl. They do them if and only if they feel like they have.
5: The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio. The herd.
1: I am what I am.
5: There's nothing normal about him. And he's not your average sports fan.
1: Why are people trying to convince themselves average is good?
5: He's different. I want my quarterbacks to be you. He's Colin Cowherd dissecting sports to their core every morning. Most great coaches are meant to be professors. Some are meant to be the dean of the department. It's the herd with Colin Cowherd weekdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio. Each week, WWE Friday Night Smackdown is live on Fox. Catch the high-flying superstars as they compete for supremacy in the ring. It's Friday Night Smackdown at 8 Eastern on Fox and the Fox Sports app.
0: Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubak Rustin Monroe, 97.7.
5: It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host,
2: Ben Carlisle lead at tech blue radio bc beck haynes is back john Tabor, sports talk 97.7 appreciate you joining us on this beautiful tuesday evening here in ruston louisiana of course you can get us on the rejuva me medical hotline or text line restore me refuel me rejuva me 888-993-7762 beck haynes how are you pal
3: Doing great. Hey, you don't impress me that much, but you really impress me with being able to say all that
2: without messing ah, it's up. It's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, you don't get You're here professional. without warming up. You're professional. Yep. You don't get here without warming up, so we're excited to be with you. Over the next 90 minutes or so, like I said, you can get us on the Rejuvenate Hotline or text a lot. 888 993 Got a big show planned for you. Coming up at 615, Diamond Dogs, right handed pitcher, closer and infielder Ethan Bates will join the program then at 645. It's going to be our pleasure, our delight. Uh, Louisiana Tech President J- Dr. Jim Henderson will join us in studio for the remainder of the show. So excited to talk with him. You know, we talked with him, I believe it was back in around November-ish. Got a chance to catch up with him in the middle of November right after it was announced he would replace Les Guy. So, uh, catch up with them, see what the first 45 days have been like on the job. I would imagine it's probably been pretty busy. Pretty
3: busy. I think this is, it will be his second time on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. I think it's safe to say, friend of the program. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excited friend to have program. him,
2: man. Yeah, no doubt.
3: You know, it's always a little added, uh, I don't want to use the word intimacy, but I'm going to when they have him in studio. Yeah, like We'd in I, studio yeah, guests. Yeah, in studio, yeah. It's, it's, uh, we haven't done it much this year.
2: And I know that's probably why you hadn't been showing up yeah. so much lately.
3: Yeah, well, you 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 it. Would we have normally been done
2: by now? Uh, this would probably be the last show. Oh, so oh, good to know. We're extend this puppy out a little long term contract for you. Yeah, I we'll know you're happy about. Take it. Take two
3: weeks off and I'll be back.
2: You'll probably need a little load management, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Uh, go back. Obviously, we had the Super Bowl this past weekend. Kansas City earns a 25-22 win in overtime. Patrick Mahomes got his third ring. I think most importantly. Former dog Legarius Sneed gets his second Super Bowl ring in four years. He's had a fifty percent hit rate. He's
3: probably like, Man, this NFL thing is pretty easy. Yeah,
2: not too difficult uh, when it comes to winning rings. But I hey, guess my question to you. Uh overall, thoughts on the game.
3: Uh started really slow.
2: Yep. Punters and kickers gotta <laughs> showcase The of group themselves. message
3: was uh not happy. No. Nope. You know, it's I've gotten to the point I don't really have a team, that's no surprise. I've gotten to We're the point play, now where yeah. I really just want good games, you know. Yep, and so, I like several times this year there was not a lot of good games. Playoffs have been pretty good. Can't complain. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, just wanted a good game. Uh, I'm not a huge defensive battle guy. Me neither. I love a good sack on third down. Yep, yep, love that. Yep. But <laughs> as far as a game goes, the low-scoring games don't do much for me. I'm not an unders guy. But uh, here's what I'm pretty mad at myself
2: about. Yeah, let's hear it.
3: You know, one strategy when you're uh, partaking in some the betting time. the betting, yeah, is you kind of you kind of think this is how I think the game will play out. Okay, yeah. I all day long I was going Chiefs money line, hundred percent. I'm like, I'm doing it. You don't beat Patty in the Super Bowl.
4: I was uh, doing it, Taves. Don't stage. even say. It.
3: Let me finish my story, Taves. Let me finish. All day I was going Chiefs money line.
4: That should have been the finish of your story
3: right there. Yeah, should have been. Got close to the game, and I was like, you know what? Got a little vacation coming up. Really don't want to lose any money. So, you know what? I'm going to tease them. Plus seven and a half, and I'm pretty sure Mr. McCaffrey's going to score. So, parlayed those puppies together. Got about 110, whatever it was. Uh, coming out of half, Chiefs down 10. Patty throws a pick. And I was like, yeah, oh, man. And I, I was like, this could get ugly fast. And so, I cashed out for even money. Got my money back. But... Before the game. Soft. Before the game. Dude, I lit, that's,
4: that's where you throw tapes, another 10 on tapes, the Chiefs money line. Tapes.
3: <laughs> I, I knew it. I said to myself, this game's... Taves, you want to know what I did? I didn't even show you the video. My son, Charlie, is one. He just started crawling, and I put a piece of paper that said Chiefs and a piece of paper that said 49ers and put a banana on each of those because he loves bananas, and I let him crawl. He like veer gets to the gets to the forty niners and then beers hard left, goes to the Chiefs and eats that banana. I texted the boys, I said Chiefs gonna win late. You couldn't buy
4: it. Couldn't I knew that. I knew. I mean that the, the script is literally Chiefs down look, by look, ten and then the win one, the Super Bowl. Here's the one we all missed out on. Anybody bet for overtime. No, plus twelve hundred, huh? I think it was even higher than that. Sixteen really? or two, depending on where you
3: went. For the money line for Chiefs, you said? No, he said no, for overtime. overtime. Oh, yeah. I saw something that was like 95% of bets are on that. It's like, yeah, no one's going to bet minus 550 that it ain't going to overtime. So <laughs> if there is a bet on it, it's going to be that there is one at yep. plus 1,600. Either way, all that to say, it went exactly how I thought it was going to go, but I was too chicken to bet it that way. It went
4: according to script. Scared money's dead money.
3: So to answer your question, I did. I loved the outcome. It was a great game. I Credit to the Chiefs. Some people are annoyed by them. I don't really care. They're, they're fun to watch. Like I was, I was really going to be okay with either team winning. Bill? Yeah. I'm, i I like Purdy. He's pretty nice. How'd you think Purdy played? I think he did fine. Yeah. I don't think he I don't think he
2: hurt him or, or you know what I can't get over? Like why can't Cam we? Newton? Can we just <laughs> cancel that guy? Why can't we just say that Brock Purdy's a good quarterback? I, hey. Like, ain't nobody think Brent. he's Patrick Mahomes. Bent. All you gotta say is the guy's Purdy good.
4: Like yeah. he is Purdy good. That's all you gotta say. I know what Purdy would have done. Fell on a fumble.
3: As opposed to Cam, yeah. As great point. point Cam, yeah. not. I, yeah, I'm with you. Like, who cares? Like, if he's a game manager or not, the dude got him to the
4: Super Bowl. You can't do that by being a nobody. Let me introduce you to Mr. Trent Dilfer. Yeah, uh, he's a little Rex better Grossen. than Dilfer. Uh, he's a little better than Rex. Mark, Mark Rippin. A
2: uh, little better I'm than Mark Rippin.
4: Here. Nick Foles. I mean, what's Brad Johnson to up there? Oh, days?
2: my gosh. What about Rich Gannon? Brad didn't win, though. Oh, wow. So, Peyton Manning, when he retired, Gannon wounded was, Gannon
4: was the MVP that year and put up legitimate. Yeah, he did. What did you think?
2: I thought it was a really good game. Probably one of the best Super Bowls of all time. Don't know about the strategy of taking the ball uh, first in overtime. I'll say if you do take it first in overtime. You better score. You got to go for it. Like, here's, here's my problem.
4: Shanahan says, I'm thinking about how we can go win the third possession. Dude, Patty ain't what if there. you don't? And, and the Chiefs have the had already worst said team to do that again. Yeah. And the Chiefs had already said if we have to go we're tie, for two. Well, we're
3: going for two. Hey, hey, real easy to say that after you've already won.
2: Yeah, it is. But
3: I mean,
4: Pat, Pat they,
2: you ben, got ben. Patrick Mahomes.
3: I know, but his eyes were so swollen in that interview, he couldn't even see it.
2: You got
4: Pat Mahomes knowing what he's got to go get. Right.
3: Yeah. Listen, I, that's not the team you do that with. Andre, he, I, if you're the Forty ers you got to be kicking yourselves. You made it to the, to the darn five yard line fourteen times and didn't get it in. Yep. Like, you got to score to win Super Bowls. That's Pete Boy, Carroll. here's the right? thing
2: too: you give the Chiefs the possession to where they know what they have to do. You give them an extra down too. You know they get to play with fourth down every time,
3: and they they it's are the, the best team in the league at getting two three yards when they need it. They're yeah. so creative,
2: like that fourth down play. You had read up, that hey, read up, was
3: so beautiful. Yeah, you hey, don't have
2: a chance to stop them. Yeah,
3: that that fourth down with yeah. Patrick. Yeah, and then the play they won the Super Bowl on was the same one they won when they beat the Eagles. Yeah, like oh, they just they're good. Like you, that's not the team you do that with. I know. Regardless, great game. Like you said, I love an overtime. I'll say this. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know this, but interesting that. Had that first overtime quarter. Yeah, that was a stupid rule. I hate that. So, for those that don't know, the first overtime, it, it, they're just quarters. And yeah, so, I hate so that. So, if if the Chiefs would have let the clock run down in overtime, they would have just switched sides of the field, yeah, and, then, and then it would have stupid. been second down they or let, whatever. They you let know? them finish the position.
2: Yeah. Let yeah. Them finish
4: oh, the, is that what it is? Let okay. them finish the position. Uh, hey. Because at first, I thought it was wait. If yeah. If time runs out in the quarter. But, it, hey, it, why even have a timer? Didn't matter. Exactly. Like, right why quick. even put a put-
2: – well, well, on a game when you have there. to have a winner, why even matter. have a time? M- McCall Harmon said, "Remember me." Well, we remember. Well, he didn't remember. He scored there for a sec. He didn't know the game was over. Yeah, I,
3: I saw that, but then I saw the mic'd up version. Like none of that did. was said. Like they were like Patrick runs up to him, and before the first millisecond he gets to him, he says, "We're well, world champs." It's not. And uh, then McCall didn't say anything. It's not like well, I, I don't know. They made a big story about yeah.
2: that. Yeah. All right, let's get into some Louisiana Tech news. Uh, Duck and dogs. Tough week last week at home against Western Kentucky, playing without Talik Chavez, great fan of the program. Unfortunately, he was out against the Hilltoppers. Uh, they come to Ruston, knock Tech off. Tech's first home loss of the year, 81-76. Jordan Crawford, Simsboro High School product, of course, native of Ruston, had a career-high 25 in that one. I think Drayvon Mangum had a career-high 23, so really good game for those two guys. But unfortunately, Louisiana Tech came up short. Fast forward to Saturday. On the road at Liberty, I think we knew this would be a difficult road trip prior to the season. Just when you see it on the schedule, you throw into the fact it was a sold-out Liberty arena. Really good crowd, really good atmosphere, uh, really good program that Liberty has under Richie McKay. Tech leads by seven at the break. Feeling pretty good about yourself. You obviously know that Liberty's going to make a run at some point in that second half. They obviously did. Uh, Game kind of goes back and forth down the stretch. Sean Newman was terrific late for Louisiana Tech. I think he scored all 10 of his points in that second half. Uh, Game's tied at 62. What, eight seconds? Eight or nine seconds? Yeah, something like that, yep. Tech had a foul to give. They give it to the big kid. Cleveland, he drives down the right side of the lane. Jalen Henderson helps off of Matheny. Cleveland kicks it out, and Matheny hits one from the bench. Flames win 65 62. Unfortunate series of events for the Bulldogs. Isaiah Crawford led the way with 19 points. 13 of those 19 points came in the second half. So Tech now 16 8, 6 3 in league play. They're tied atop the conference with Sam Houston State for first place. Dogs will be back at home this week. They'll host Jacksonville State on Thursday night. That's a 6 p.m. tip off on ESPN Plus before hosting FIU at 2 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, looking at the Lady Texters, another tough week for Brooks Store's squad. They fall 64-56 at Western Kentucky on Wednesday. That was a game they led by 14 at the break, uh, outscored by 22 in the second half to lose by 8. Then they fall 58-53 to Liberty on Saturday. Brooks Store's squad now 8-16 and 16 overall, 2-7 in conference play. They'll head out on the road, square off with Jacksonville State and FIU this week. It's baseball season, Beck Ains. Uh Diamond Dogs. We're first, here. Snuck up on me. Yep. Diamond Dogs crank things up Friday night at home against Northern Colorado. I mentioned earlier, we'll have Ethan Bates on coming up in the next segment. Uh, we did get a text from our boy uh, Joey, Joey, Joey Fresh, and he says, BC, it's on the me text line. Oh, BC, explain to me how the Diamond Dogs... Who averaged 2,029 fans a game in a stadium that holds 2,100? Only have 17 of their 32 games streaming in the year of our Lord in 2024. What are we doing, Joey?
3: Joey, that is a, you know, you don't always have them, but that's a pretty darn good question. Joey, I don't uh, imagine a lot of fans are going to be overly excited about that statistic. A little upset about it, Joey. uh, Don't love it! Can you can you shed any light as the I, reason? I mean, what's the? I,
2: I would imagine it cost a significant amount of money to produce a game on ESPN Plus, and that has a lot to do with it. But so, tech- but we were told that this new ESPN deal that Tech signed to play all their home games on Tuesday and Wednesday night, great for exposure. Well, guess what? Best program on campus ain't getting enough exposure.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm. I get. Oh man, this is just a missed opportunity in my mind. I know money takes money. Yep, make some phone calls. No, nope. got some big donors that are baseball fans, but I like you said best team, best thing we got going on campus right now. Basketball is is doing okay, but man, they're just trying but, to break my heart, trying to break. I know you say they're going dancing ben, for
2: years. I, we sat here, we complained about conference USA TV sucks. It's a waste wait, of money. Hey, don't say it. Sorry, it's a waste Claire, of money. Oh. Why do we do it if we're gonna halfway do it? Let me tell you something. I'd love a halfway do it. If I could get one camera in the stadium. Hey. Stick my cell phone up there.
3: I was going to say, can you get somebody with a high quality camera? There's some IT tech thing. I don't know if that. Is that against I, the rights?
2: Yeah, I, I would assume so. Really? Yeah. It's my opinion. I don't know. Hey, I'll I tell I, you see. who
3: you get Terry Netterville. <laughs> she, could
2: probably she could do, do, do it. it. Good job. Yep. There ain't no yep. doubt about it. All right, let's go ahead, Terry. First time out, we come back from the break. Diamond Dogs, right-handed pitcher, infielder, Ethan Bates will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk
9: 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is R Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at LN.Bank, Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC.
8: Check out the Courtesy Automotive Family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it from our floor to your door. That's Courtesy Direct at BuyCourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive Family off I-20, exit 86 north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car.
1: Hey, Tech fans, coming in town to watch the dogs play? We'll stay with the whole family at a fully furnished home in Ruston, Monroe, or one of our area, Great Lakes. For more information, go to staywithsouthern.com. That is staywithsouthern.com. And Bleed Tech Blue listeners, listen up because this offer is just for you. BTB listeners, use code BTB24. That's BTB24 for 10% off any and all stays. Again, staywithsouthern.com. It's bow time. <laughs> Hurry in the bow jangles for two
6: scratch-made sizzling sausage biscuits for just four bucks. One bite and you'll want breakfast for dinner. Good thing we serve savory sausage biscuits all day. But this two-for-four deal won't last forever.
5: It's bow time. <laughs> you gotta love it, Tech Sports. That is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888
2: 993 7762. Welcome back, Blee Tech Blue Radio, BC. Beck Haynes, John Terrace, Sports Talk 97.7. Let's go to the Rejuva Me Hotline, joined by Diamond Dogs, right handed pitcher, infielder, Ethan Bates. Ethan, I know it's a busy time of year. Thanks for taking some time to join us. Yes, sir.
6: Glad to be glad to be with you.
2: Absolutely. So I want to ask you, obviously, we're three, four days away from the start of the season. What What are these last few days uh, like for you, I guess, as you get set to kind of crank it up for the last time in your collegiate career?
6: Uh, it's just kind of surreal for me. I mean, just kind of getting prepared and just getting ready to enjoy this last season and go win us a championship.
2: No doubt about it. And I, I want to go back. I, obviously, uh, I think you spent the first year and a half of your career at the University of Arkansas, and then after the fall of your sophomore year, you make the decision to transfer to Navarro Junior College, get a little bit of a restart. Uh, what was that process like for you, uh, and, and how difficult of a decision was that to make?
6: Um, it was hard. I mean, that's where I that's where I wanted to go since I was, you know, I was a little kid, and. I mean, really leaving there, it was, it was a tough decision. But honestly, for me, it was probably the best decision for me to make to go ahead and go to Navarro, which, I mean, it ultimately got me here, which is really, I've loved it so
2: far. When you look at going back to that at Navarro, you have a really good year. To make that decision to come to Louisiana Tech, what, what drew you to Louisiana Tech and really made you feel like uh, this was the right spot for you to continue your career?
6: Um, really, so we played here my freshman year when I was at Arkansas. Okay,
2: I remember that.
6: Yeah, me too. I I saw the place, and I loved the atmosphere. And really, whenever I whenever I left Fayetteville, I told my parents, this is where I want to go. I want to be at Louisiana Tech. And as soon as I got that offer from them, I was completely 100% in.
2: Uh, has that ball that Jalen Battles yeah. hit that Friday night landed just yet? about that.
6: Oh man, that oof! And I don't think so. That was
2: <laughs> that was a tank. I'll tell you that much. All right, being a pitcher, being a hitter, uh, obviously, it's really difficult to do both at the collegiate level. Uh, how are you able to balance the two? I guess would be my question for
10: you.
6: Really, um, really, it all kind of starts with the coaches. Really, they they know how to manage like the amount of how much I throw, especially last year. They were very considerate of just how much they wanted me throwing in the infield and just kind of trying to conserve my arm. But, I mean, really this year it, it's been a breeze because all I've really done is a bunch of pitching stuff.
2: Do you prefer hitting or pitching? Ooh,
6: that one's tough. I'd probably, I'd probably say hitting because you get to do it more often. If you have a bad day, you know you get to come out the next day, and it could be it could be a complete turnaround. Whereas pitching, you you've got to wait a couple of days.
3: Ethan, can you talk a little bit about the team? Uh, you know, I think one of the things that Tech fans notice right off the bat is just uh, how close the team seems to be, and um, and that's what makes it fun to watch throughout the season. Uh, so I love to ask this question: Can you talk about the locker room and, and how the guys are getting along?
6: Uh, I mean, I feel like the team the team chemistry is awesome this year. Everybody gets along, everybody's always rooting for one another. Um I mean, there's really there's no tension anywhere between any of the guys. So like, I mean, we all trust each other, we've got each other's back and I feel like it's going to be a special year.
2: When you and you talk about that Coach Bur, we had Coach Burrow's own last week and obviously I'm sure he he's talked with you guys a lot about it, but you guys are so old. Offensively, having so many veterans in a lineup, and you've been around, like we said, you've been around college baseball for four years now. How how does that change maybe the day to day process with not being necessarily wowed by going to an SEC venue or even showing up day to day and just taking care of your business each day?
6: I think, I mean, we've all been in it for so long. We all know what to expect day in and day out. I mean, anywhere that we go, all of us have already been to those places, and I feel like nobody's going to be like shell shocked and kind of feel like they're in over their heads or stuff like that As a fresh my freshman year I kind of we you'd walk into places like South Carolina or Tennessee, and you're like, oh wow this is this is special and now I mean we've been going to those places for four some some of us five years, and it's just another it's another ballpark now.
3: Ethan what, what do you think the identity of this team is this year? I mean we've we've had teams in the past that were just lit it up offensively, stronger pitching some years. What do you think we're going to see from um from the team this year?
6: I think I think we're going to be really good on the mound, which I mean, we've got we've got every almost everybody back offensively and we get Cole back again. So I think I I think we're going to score a lot of runs, but I really think on the mound is we're going to hold some people and. I think we're going to be pretty stout
2: up there. Would you rather hit a walk-off home run or strike out the side to win the conference? Mm-hmm. Ooh,
6: probably strike out the side.
3: That that gets you more fired up than maybe an a bat. I think so. Yeah, I, I
6: think I think it would.
2: All right, what, all right. Let me ask you this, another angle. What gets your adrenaline flowing more: being on the mound in the ninth with a one-run lead, or a ten-point steps out in that shooting lane? Ooh.
6: <laughs> uh, probably that one run lead in the night um i mean that opportunity only comes every so often i gotta i've got a lot more years to be hunting how
2: do you how do you keep your heart rate down in those big moments obviously you know going back to last year you make 25 appearances on the mound so you're gonna get the ball in the biggest spots uh you know regardless if it's no uh, nobody on nobody out or runner on second no outs uh, you're getting thrown into the fire. How do you keep the heartbreak down in those situations?
6: Uh, just a lot of deep breaths, honestly, and just try to calm my mind because I'll get out there and that mind will be racing. Just try to calm it, calm calm my heart, take a deep breath, and just go go straight through it.
3: All right, so you, you know this probably, but pitchers are a unique breed, have a lot of different – I mean, Ben over here used to be a pitcher, and – He's unique, okay. Uh, what what was your, What's your pregame routine to, to fire yourself up? Are you, uh, you know, we've had some guys that are big Red Bull guys, uh, you know, they tell themselves a bunch of lies about the other team to get them fired up. Is there any rituals or pregame um, things you do to get yourself ready? Uh,
6: not really. Ball player. I mean, I'll have me a Red Bull every now and then, but not, I don't have really any, like, game day rituals,
2: I guess. Last question we'll let you get out of here. Obviously, season open on Friday night. Uh maybe a quick message to the tech fans before we crank this thing up.
6: I think this year is going to be going to be really special. I think we're going to be really good and conference tournament at at our place this year. And I think we think we can get enough people out there to pack that house and get it rocking. It's going to be really good.
2: Absolutely, man. Well, we appreciate you joining us and uh, looking forward to Friday night. Yes, sir. Thank you. Ethan Bates, Louisiana Tech Diamond Dogs, right-handed pitcher, infielder, joining us on the Rejuva Me hotline. Uh, of course, you can get us on that hotline or text on 888-993-7762. Uh, that, going back to the point, uh, uh, and I mentioned this earlier on the sports company, likely on the opening day lineup, eight guys that are in their fourth year or older. Like, you talk about an old team. We've talked about in basketball, the average age, 21.3. Uh, if you're Lane Burroughs, I think you have to love that because the whole Thursday night college scene probably doesn't worry you as much knowing that you guys are a just good want point. to play baseball a bit.
3: Yeah, Yeah, the maturity, uh, been here, done this before, know what it takes to remain focused and to be successful. Uh I think that's probably one of your biggest worries. You get those guys out of high school that are a ton of talent, but just have to. You have to get them innings to get comfortable. And these guys are there. They have it. They're comfortable.
2: And, and I think too, and you know, we we never in it like we talked about with Lane last week. It's a new year. It's a new team. It's a new identity. It's a new locker room. A lot of new faces. But you go 28-31 last year after two straight regions, I would imagine that blue-collar, chip-on-the-shoulder mentality, it's a lot easier to get guys' attention when you didn't necessarily perform up to your capabilities. Obviously, Cole McConnell comes back. I, I don't think, yeah, I mean, and I know he's not getting some of the preseason recognition, which we joked last year, you know, prior to the year, I think he wasn't on the preseason all-conference team, and that was – we felt like it was absurd after he was, I think he had nine homers, 76 RBIs as a junior. But to get him back and immediately insert probably a top two or three hitter in the league, I, I just, and, and obviously we're going to see it here in a couple of days, but I, I just think the mentality, it's going to be a lot of new phases on the mound in particular, but I'm really excited to see what this group has to offer.
3: How do you think Cole's feeling? You think that's a lot of pressure? Pretty, pretty for him? jacked up. Pretty Not, jacked
2: up. If we know anything about Cole McConnell, does he really care? <laughs> like, he's going to see a fastball, and he's going to hit a fastball. That's true. He may not see many fastballs. Well, he might not, but, you know, that's who he is. So let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Louisiana Tech President Dr. Jim Henderson will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7.
11: At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's uncommon bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC.
1: Every day is game day at the Dugout in Ruston. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus the Dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the Dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex.
7: Bulldog fans, your Diamond Dogs are back and ready for action as the 2024 season is right around the corner. Coach Lynn Burroughs and his squad are poised for another magical season at the Love Shack, which opens with seven straight games at home. The first pitch of the 24 season will be this Friday, February 16th at 6 p.m. to open a four-game set with Northern Colorado. Saturday's doubleheader is scheduled at noon and 3 p.m., followed by Sunday's rubber match at 1 p.m. Tech will then welcome Kent State for a three-game weekend series beginning Friday, February 23rd at 6 p.m., followed by Saturday at 2 p.m and Sunday at 1 p.m. Don't forget, each Sunday, Kids Club members will have the chance to run the bases, so dust off those mitts, grab your ball cap, and be ready to pack J.C. Love Field to cheer on the dogs. For information on single-game SRO tickets or to join Champs Kids Club, call the LaTex ticket office at 318-257-3631 or visit LaTexSports.com tickets. And don't forget to ask about our premium seating areas in the Hot Corner Suite, Home Plate Suite, and the brand-new Bulldog Backstop. That's 318-257-3631. Go Dogs!
5: Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762.
2: Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, B.C. Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. I want to introduce Louisiana Tech President Jim Henderson in this evening, obviously in studio like we mentioned earlier uh, Dr. Henderson, first off, good to meet you in person, and uh, excited to have you on the show.
10: Hey, great to be here. It takes me back to my days of working for Kicks One Hundred Four in Did Eddell, you? Springdale. Y- Rogers, so you've done Diffel this a little, d- a North little West DJ, Arkansas. or was this, yeah, a, this okay? Is back in, of course, we had turntables. We didn't have the computer equipment, and uh, uh, when you're spinning vinyl, it's uh, it's a different feeling. But uh, the microphone hadn't changed much at all.
2: Oh, so. well, that's awesome. I that is that. pretty cool. I love that. Um, so I guess the first thing I'd ask you, obviously what, 45 days or so that you've been in Ruston. Uh, ha- how have you enjoyed a-, a new city? I know you've been in Baton Rouge for a few years and get an opportunity. I know Ruston's probably a-, a lot smaller than Baton Rouge was, but ha- how have you liked it so far?
10: Well, you know, Tonya and I, were the last seven years in Baton Rouge, and we love Baton Rouge. All three of our kids were, were actually born there in over two stints, and, uh, but getting to Ruston, I-, I feel 10 years younger. It's back to the work that we really love, being around students and faculty and uh, of course, student athletes, we've had a lot of opportunity to be around them uh, over these last couple of weeks, and uh, it's, it's a rejuvenation. This is the work that we truly love and, and excited to be back at such an, an institution like Louisiana Tech in a town like Ruston. It just doesn't get any better than that.
2: Getting back to the university landscape, you mentioned this is what you love doing. Obviously, as your time as ULS system president um, uh, I would imagine at some point you thought you were going to get back into it. And you probably don't know where it's going to be at. But so this has always kind of been your first love in terms of the day-to-day university life.
10: Exactly. And, and of course, there was a pretty small list of institutions that would have interested us. And uh, when you look in the state of Louisiana, Louisiana Tech is at the top of that list. We have such a deep familial connection to it. Of course, we have our son who's here now and another son who's in school in Shreveport, a third-year medical student. Uh, I'm originally from Shreveport, so this okay. is this is home for us. Right. And uh, you know, we were walking through uh, some athletic uh, facilities uh, last Sunday, just the two of us, and uh, came across a um, you know a, a room with with football memorabilia, and you see a portrait from 1947 of Clem Henderson blocking for Jack Britton, and that brings it home. It brings it home. So, that is uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool.
3: So you mentioned your son going to Tech. How's that been? I mean, having him here is it is that interesting for him who do you think it's weirder for you or him i
10: mean <laughs> you know it's it's, uh, it's it's great i don't see him that much he's a chemical engineering major okay. yeah you well don't business. see him you don't and, uh, see him that much no, that's right it, there's <laughs> people keep calling it, the pre-business major and um, he's he's thriving in that environment he's got his girlfriend from from Baton Rouge Baton Rouge who's up here she's an electrical engineering major okay. herself and uh, they spent a lot of time in the classroom, a lot of time in the lab space. They'll come over and get Tanya's cooking uh, yep. every chance they get when they need a They're smart. Uh, yep. We walked the dogs up uh, to the uh, to the park, and then walked around a little bit, and realized they weren't going to be able to make it home. So we called him. and He was able to give them a lift home. Very <laughs> uh, good. Left good. us on foot, but that's yep. okay. We needed the exercise. Yeah. And uh, it's it's so it's been great and being you know the close proximity to him and he's he's a good kid, quiet kid. Uh, uh, this was the only school that he would apply to. The only school he'd send his ACT scores. I blame. Uh, 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 Bobby IA and Leo Sanford for that. They used okay. to go out to dinner with him every Friday night. <laughs> they recruited up, him. They recruited him hard.
2: I hear you. So so for, so for, your first 45 days, like I mentioned earlier, first 45 days on campus, what, what's that like? Obviously you've been a university president before, and, and I would imagine you come in with a list of things that you're obviously, I don't know if it's check off, but you're looking to analyze. What, what, what's that process like for you? Is it kind of a whirlwind as far as – you know you, you don't ever get time to rest uh, i would imagine there's a lot going on but what what's the first
10: 45 days to two months like well you know and it, it's, it's funny every time i have an interaction with someone they say that look i know your schedule's full and i know you're overwhelmed at the moment and it's, it's really exactly the opposite the schedule is full but it's it's not overwhelming it's it's it's, in, it's invigorating and and we spend a lot of time getting to know the people these organizations are built around people and so there's a lot of conversations uh, meeting with every department around campus. Our first meeting, uh, and Tonya's at most of these with me, our first meeting was with the custodial team, and it's the mm. first time they've been in the same room together probably ever. Yeah. And uh, there was 437 combined wow. years of service to Louisiana Tech in right. that room. And we talked about how important they were, that, that first impression, maybe second to the to the landscape t- crew, uh, but that first impression on would-be students and their parents. When they come to our buildings, that's what they see. When our faculty come to work, they're in, a, they're in this environment that we want to be appealing we want them to feel comfortable we want them to want to be at work And the custodial team is absolutely critical to that and they kind of walked out with a little different feeling yeah maybe. Yeah. Oh, so they their step. Yeah. yeah but having those conversations multiple times over uh, with with faculty with with staff with with students it get you, you you get an understanding of the human capacity of this institution and then you get to a, even a bigger understanding of the potential which is just immense and mm-hmm. that's one of the things that i think is most surprising People think highly of Tech, rightfully so, but I think even the biggest Tech supporter doesn't understand fully just how great this institution can be, and that's what gets me salivating. It's what keeps me up at night, and it's what you know keeps Tanya up at night as well because of that. So it's been a, it's been a, just a great 45 days. Can't wait for the next 450.
2: What's that listening process? Because I would imagine a lot of that process, obviously, you're welcoming folks and get, let, wanting them to get to know you, but you're obviously doing a lot of listening as well. And I'm sure that kind of helps you develop your plans for down the line.
10: And, and and it's that's it's an interesting question because each one of these meetings has been a little bit different. Yeah, I don't send them a format, I don't send them an agenda, and mm-hmm. so it's it's me really getting to understand how they process questions, yeah. how they process instructions, how how we interact together. And so uh, there have been some that have been very uh, matter of fact. There's been a uh, you know a couple of PowerPoint presentations. There have been some that were uh, a little stiff. At first, and then you start to relax, and I start asking some probing questions. Uh, When the industrial engineering uh, group is starting to tell me about their favorite restaurants in town, all of a sudden the ice starts to melt. Right, We start to to understand each other as people, and that's that's absolutely critical. We've got some incredible scholars doing amazing work on this campus. You know, an engineer was talking about uh, every piece, every product from an engineer is going to have a fault, a flaw in it, a crack. And he's talking about new ways that they can uh, use different types of materials, and applications to uh, limit the, or mitigate the impact of those cracks on the flaws of a structure. Now, I'm a journalism major. Yep. Man, my, my ability to, to take in the science and the math behind that is limited, but the concepts appeal to all of us. Yeah. Another one was talking about adaptable infrastructure, thinking about a bridge that has sensors in it that not only can get, relay the information to you about where there's going to be some problems with the infrastructure, but even the bridge can adjust itself. This is 21st century stuff yes. that just is mind blowing. But these are the conversations that come up, and 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 it's truly world changing, nation leading.
3: Uh well, I saw your uh, your interview with the uh, Lincoln Paris Journal, and you got to talk about Cami Geisman. Is that, can you talk a little bit about her and just? I mean, I know you will be kind of repeating, but just for the, those that didn't see that.
10: Yeah, so Cami is our uh, executive vice president for external affairs. She she did this role for me in Baton Rouge, where she was also the, the chief of staff. Uh, her strength is really working with the legislature and policymakers to advance our position, both at the national and state level. That's a field that we're going to be really competitive in. Uh, you know, Tech has been has, has been a great team player, and they've done some remarkable things here. But that's a sphere where we haven't been as active. And when you look across the country at institutions that are truly growing, it's, growing, it's because they're really involved in that policymaking making uh, conversation and so we're going to not just be involved, but we want to direct it. Yeah, and so we'll be heavily involved there. That's going to be her key role. Of course, her husband Hunter works in athletics. That's awesome. He yeah. worked in uh, athletics for for LSU for for many years, and so it brings that experience with him to the table, really adding to Tech athletics as the CFO. And so that duo is is going to benefit Tech for I think for for generations. And,
2: and how beneficial is that for you having her obviously on the external affairs side with him being in athletics and just uh, obviously. You hear at so many different institutions about academics and athletics, and it's almost like they're separated, but we all know they they go hand in hand as far as how they work with one another
10: they' they're, they're inseparable they they're, they're totally integrated together when done right and, yeah. you know and our athletes first and foremost especially at this level are scholars they they're here to get a mm-hmm. degree uh, as they as they try to perfect their craft and so Having those two together really is beneficial to us because it, it it allows for some seamlessness in messaging. And messaging is absolutely key. I'm I'm one that believes in using precise words. Every chance you get you use the precise words. There's going to be consistency in messaging. And she understands that she has been able to over 7 years has been able to learn it herself and she starts to speak like me and that helps us It just it just helps us double down on that it's message.
2: Kind of like two people that are speaking the same language. That's right.
10: Yeah, and, and how they relay it. Exactly
3: interesting yeah so okay so with your previous role obviously part of the ul system tech is um and you're obviously familiar with tech is as being on the ground floor at tech is that like how does that shift what you thought or understood about tech obviously you know way more now um was that surprising at all or uh, or was it just uh just a different angle
10: well, so I think, and Tanya can even can back this up. As we start talking with students, of course, the students are, are uh, it's the highest level undergraduate uh, student cohort that exists in the state of Louisiana, bar none. And so the students are, are scholastically prepared to be here. But they come from a diversity of backgrounds and have a diversity of interest, and that that is really compelling to us. We love to spend time with them. I think probably the biggest surprise to us has been some of the programming that we were just not as familiar with. We, I, we, we walked through the Scotty Robinson Memorial Gymnasium, which, its own history, we could talk for yeah. a whole show yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Scotty was coaching at Bird when my dad coached at Fair Park, and they were big rivals. Hoss McConathy was over at Bozier as uh, the, the big, the first big era of big time basketball. But we're walking through that gymnasium, and we're we're turning the kinesiology department, and just the excellence that's occurring in that department. That very few people outside of this area, very few people outside of the science of kinesiology, understand just how advanced they are in the study of motion and human performance. And uh, major league baseball teams are coming to Ruston, Louisiana, to work learn. Work with Doc. That's right, and it's just um, it was an extraordinary experience. And it was it was about two hours. It could have been three. I don't think we would have gotten bored at that point. So.
2: And you mentioned getting to know students and the diversity of backgrounds. And how have you noticed, and we were in school, what, 11 years ago, 12 years ago? It's been a while now. But how have you noticed how students have kind of evolved in the last 10 or 15 years? And like you said, because the world has changed so much around us when you talk about social media and where we get our information. How have you noticed students have changed
10: well so the students are they still come with some of the same insecurities that, that we had as students of course they come i think this this group of students is more mature certainly than i was as a student maybe not as uh than tanya she was uh, much more mature she was on the seven semester plan i was on the seven year plan that's right, right. Same that's right. it takes all kinds <laughs> but i will i will tell you this we we keep talking about as adults how we're having to adapt to emerging technologies right. And you think about the students that are here, they didn't have to adapt. They were yeah, born, born uh, to the technology. It, yeah. And so while we're trying to evolve and use these skills, they're they they're innate in this group of students. And so uh there's a little bit of a disconnect there, especially as we start talking about it. You know, I, I remember the first time I referred to uh, uh something that happened after the wall fell and some students were gonna be, What wall are you talking about? man I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> so now it's post nine eleven. We've got the first post nine eleven generation Class, of students yeah. coming right. in, That's right? True. And yeah. so uh, it, it, it's it's funny how history just advances so quickly and how our concept of time as we get older. You know, to me, in, in 1990 was, you know, 15 years ago.
2: <laughs> it's yeah, so much longer than that. That's,
10: <laughs> that's right. And so, you know, here we are. We're closer to 2040, which just mm-hmm. seems like that's just forever. So it, it's the concept of time. Uh, but these students are coming. They're more prepared. I think they're focused. And, and this could be just emblematic of tech students. They're focused on results and, and really uh, they're goal-oriented and service-minded, and that's 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 a pretty powerful combination.
3: So, I mean, kind of the same question, but it, we'll, we'll ease into ath- athletics a little bit before we go to the break, but is it tougher to engage this group of st- – like Ben and I, like you said, in college 12 years ago, whatever, I felt like athletics were just a massive part of, of our college experience. and And I think as a whole on the student body side, like I think that was more true. I think in the last five to ten years we've seen that – decreased a little bit, even when Tech was having really big success. A Six bowls in a row. Ben loves a bowl game. You know, we had a lot of bowls in a row. But I just – do you feel like that's changed at all? You think it's harder to engage students now, not even specifically at Tech, but just across the country?
2: And it, a lot of it has to do with you need that instant
10: gratification, right? That's right. And there's a lot more competition for your attention yes. now, right? And so we're all walking around with devices that contain the whole Library of Congress. So we can yeah. connect with anybody anywhere in the world. And so there is so much more competition for their for uh, for their attention spans, uh, but but there is still some fans, man. And if you if you watch the uh, the, the last uh, um, bulldog basketball game in, in the TAC, uh, there was a good student representation yep. there. They yep. were loud, they were involved, and and so I think it's just finding that sweet spot that creating experience that they want to be a part of uh, as as they're there watching. Uh, our librarians at the top of their <laughs> arena steal the show. You know. Now, it, how, it, how long it, have you it. known about the librarians? Well, so I've, I've watched the guys for every time I've come over the years. Okay, I got you. And I've talked with our librarians in the library. Yeah. But it wasn't until just recently I put the two together. Two that and two Because yeah. it completely, it's like it's it's like Batman. Man. He yeah. Gets yeah. on his cape and he he comes out of the cave and and it's a different it's a different figure altogether. And and, and it's so exciting and fun to watch, and it just adds such flavor to to that arena.
2: No doubt. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We'll continue our conversation with Louisiana Tech President Dr. Jim Henderson right after this.
1: Hey, DQ fans. Ready for some romance? The Red Velvet Cake Blizzard Treat is back. Fall in love with the romantic flavors of red velvet cake pieces, cream cheese icing, and our signature DQ soft serve. This Valentine's Day, get something sweet for someone sweet or treat yourself. Trust us. It'll be love at first bite. Only for a limited time at participating DQ locations where happy tastes good.
0: Ginn's Auto Body Ruston, North Louisiana's premier auto body service center. On Industrial Drive in Ruston, where quality collision repair begins.
9: At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is R Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at LN.Bank, Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC.
0: As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com.
5: you got to love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762.
2: Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, B.C. Beck It's John Tabor, Louisiana Tech President, Dr. Jim Henderson with us in studio. All right, let's shift to some athletics a little bit. Obviously, uh, I guess about a month ago now we get the news that Dr. Eric Wood's moving to Ole Miss. Athletic director positions open early in your tenure, which I know you probably didn't expect. Uh, I guess as much as you can, can you kind of give us an update on that situation uh, and kind of where things are
10: headed? Oh, absolutely. So, and first, let me my gratitude to Eric and Celia Wood for w- what they did mm-hmm. for Tech Athletics and and during some very tumultuous yeah, we times, loved right? Yep. And and what they did for this community. And so, wish them nothing but the best as they move to Oxford. Uh, and, and to Ole Miss but, but for us, every time you have a change It's an opportunity, right? And so we're focused on getting better And we, As we start dealing with Parker Executive Search And, and there's been great interest expressed in this position uh, We've got some, some great people That have already sent in materials That are, uh, they could go into a lot of places They want to be at Louisiana Tech right? And I'll tell you why It's because, one, we've got some great facilities We've got a great uh, cadre of coaches At every single position We've got uh, some resource constraints, of course, but you have every opportunity to make a mark here to, to advance this institution. And I'm looking for someone that really wants to be here at least five or six years, Right. Okay. leave it better than they found it, and put us on that path that we're competing at the highest levels of group of five athletics across the board. Because if we're gonna have athletics, we're gonna be competitive at the national level uh, against our peers. And so uh, someone that wants to be a part of that, that, that knows that that means that that comes with administrative support, financial support, it means it brings fan support. Uh, that's that's the truly the, the the perfect storm, and that's that's what we're looking for.
3: Okay, it's interesting you said you want somebody to be here five or six years. Obviously, I mean, how, how do you how are you looking? I mean, how are you trying to determine that? Because the the knock on Tech has been we're a stepping stone school. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have any success, you're gone. Skip Holtz used to say, like, if my coaches, if people are coming after my coaches, I'm doing something right. So there is a little bit of that. But how do you? I mean, no, no candidate is going to tell you, I want to be out of here in two years. So, how? I mean, is that just a, a you point of emphasis? That,
10: when you ask the question directly, are you going to be here five or six years, the answer is going to be yes. yes. So yeah. it's important for me to create con- the conditions where they don't want to go somewhere else. Yes. Okay. Right? And so that's in that's part of it. Now, if they do such a phenomenal job that they're just inundated with, with calls to move up to, you know, want to be the athletic it director is. at Alabama. Uh, then, then that's a great thing as well right. uh, But if we create the conditions uh, From a competitive standpoint From a, uh, from a financial standpoint From a quality of life standpoint There's a lot a lot to like about living in Ruston And being at Louisiana Tech And so I think we can ask some behavioral type questions We can find someone that, that has some ties Either to the area or to Louisiana Tech uh, That helps a lot uh, y- You know this is a uh, uh, This is a type of position That, that you can't guarantee Someone's going to be here Right. Look, you see head coaches signing at Power 5 teams and then moving on within two years, yeah. right? And so so that's the, that's the nature of athletics today. But finding someone that gives us all the indications that this is a place they want to go and then has a background to, to demonstrate that there's some probability around that, we're going to do that. Now, we're not... Naive. We're not going to get someone who wants to be here for ten to twenty years, and maybe you don't want someone who's going to <laughs> yeah, be here for twenty yeah, years, not, right? Yeah, right. Because sometimes you can get a little bit comfortable with that. Right. Uh, there's a reason that they rotate uh, commanders of Air Force Global Strike Command every two years. Yeah. yeah. Right. You don't want to get comfortable, even when you're performing at the highest level. Uh,
3: I got a good okay, one. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So again, we loved Eric Wood, loved what he did for Tech, but as a, a, a new president coming in, I mean, what's you said opportunity? I love that word. Like. Being able to hire somebody that um, that I don't want to say your guy, but but uh, but you did get to pick. Like, it's what's more. I mean, obviously, you if you had an Eric Wood, things are a little more established, things are in motion, probably a little easier to steer, uh, versus somebody totally new coming in, where it's I mean, you're new, they're new. Um, what do you think is more challenging? I mean,
10: yeah. So I, I think it, the trick is you you want to find someone that's not going to get bogged down into the reasons why we can't excel. And instead, yeah. look at all the reasons, all of the attributes, all That's the good. strengths that we've got, the assets that we have in place that say, you know, we can compete at the highest level. And especially when you look at the sports. So football, let's, let's separate football for just a minute, and we'll go to the other sports. We can be nationally competitive in every one of those sports. I mean, our, our tennis team with Amy Sarge, she just went over and, beat, and beat a Power 5 team. Olga gets, what, her sixth or seventh win in a row. Uh, Anna gets picks up a good win. They had to. They face some adversity. They did. They did some remarkable things against a very good program, right? So when I walked up to to, to Coach Sarge the first time, and, and we're just chatting a little bit, and I said, "Well, tell me, what do you need?" And she said immediately, "She goes, I want the courts resurfaced. I want an indoor facility. And I want a new scoreboard." <laughs> yeah, because she's thinking big, yeah. she big picture. She right. wants. She wants to bring Power Five teams to Ruston to compete right. on, on our courts and in our in, in on, at her home. I love that attitude. And so every one of the sports that we have, and, and it's those non-football sports, they can compete. Florida Atlantic, no one yeah. heard of Florida Atlantic. Right. They went to the Final Four last year, right? So you can do that. Uh, uh, now, football football is going to be shifting over the next two to five years. It's got to. It it's, shifts every day. You know, yeah. we keep talking about the Power Five. We really have a Power Two and yeah. then maybe the next tier of <laughs> Three. Yeah. Uh, and so we're going to see some changes there. We've seen conference alignments. Conferences don't make any sense the way they're established anymore. Uh, it's it's ridiculous for us to be, you know, going up to the Northeast when we've got teams right here within driving distance that we can have some very competitive rivalries with. Uh, I think you're going to start to see some regionalization, especially in the Mm -hmm. non-football sports. Uh, And then there will be some more tiers coming to to football. And I think all of that is good. I think there's ways that you can use the existing bowl structure and have a separate tier, right, that even includes Power 5 teams. If you think about if if the top two SEC teams are going to the the 12-team playoff, Maybe that number three and four team is is competing in with some of us in the bowl structure to do something pretty special. That way, you still have the FBS division, you still have the FCS division with with, with their model, uh, and and I think that's just one of the possibilities. But but that's going to take a little bit of time to, to work out.
3: Yeah, I really appreciate your your mindset of of not getting bogged down with the things we can't do or the things because I think Tech fans for sure struggle with that. I mean, we, we've struggled with that, Ben, on this show, yeah. but it's just we we've hit so many walls um the ups and downs have have been there but i think there's at times like this fan base um we're guilty of just feeling like we ain't getting out of this hole, you know? And so I love to hear, hear the opportunity here. Like it's important for y'all to, to look at all these scenarios as opportunities. I mean, they really truly are. And, and, and we're not going to be stuck here. And so um, that's, that's really to leadership. I, I hope that y- you feel that from, from the, the right people. And, and, and we're excited to see how that plays well, out. What
10: was the Nick Saban line? He, he would talk about uh, rat poison. And that's yeah. what focusing on deficits is, is, is rat poison. But right. if you can focus on assets and say, how do we build on these things uh, our, our baseball stadium is one of the best in the country. Oh, so cool. Softball yeah. soccer complex is it's amazing. Awesome. You know, they put new windscreens around the tennis court. It mm-hmm. just elevated that uh, significantly. And so, uh, you know, you know, we're going to focus on those things that we've got in place, build on those, add to them. Find the places where there's some gaps, and we'll start filling in those gaps and then really go out and compete at the highest levels. That's that's what makes athletics fun.
2: Uh, NIL-wise, we saw last week, obviously, the Bulldog Community Outreach uh, NIL Collective was released last week. I would imagine that'll be a piece of the puzzle when it comes to that AD search that's a conversation that you guys will likely explore. Um, and, and we mentioned there's going to be changes in collegiate athletics going forward, but h- how important is nil in this landscape right now?
10: Well, I think you're seeing some some teams start to adjust to it, some athletic programs start to adjust to it. You're starting to see some frustrations from yeah. some coaches that, like, you know, with NIL combined with the transfer portal uh, has just made it almost impossible to develop a team at the highest yeah. level. And so it's who's going to be the most innovative, who's going to be the one that, that, that can compete. We don't need to be thinking about those top, you know, six to yeah. eight football mm-hmm. programs. We need to figure out how do we remunerate. Athletes. How do we ensure that athletes are, are getting uh, compensation or, or, or getting the, 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 the return for their investment of sweat equity, for their sacrifices, for what they do to represent the school? Uh, for most athletes, that's not the millions of dollars, but it's, it's, it's at least cost of attendance plus. Mm-hmm. And finding ways to be competitive in that space, I think we can do that. And the collective is certainly a great innovative approach to doing that and, and, and look forward to seeing how this plays out going in time.
3: Okay, another along those same lines, another hot button issue here at Tech is the student fee. Um can you talk a little bit about that? I'll, I'll kind of let you direct that conversation. Um, the, the angle you want to take. The, yes. So
10: the so the student fee is 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 kind of a uh, it's a red herring. It's it's yes. fool's gold. It's 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 you know back in the day we used to pass athletic fees because you could vote on one day, it'd be a Saturday morning. The voting would be in the football <laughs> locker room, right? Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, you're going to win the passage of that student vote with about 5% of your student body right. being involved. Now these student fees are put to referendums that are online over multiple days. You're going to get a 40 to 50% student vote. And it's very difficult at a time when students have to work almost a full-time job to pay to out of college. to yeah. when, when Tanya and I were in school, she would, she would work at the Golden Corral in Abbeville and make enough money to pay for her tuition and fees
9: <laughs> for yeah. the
10: year. This would be over the summer. Now you really have to work 2,100 hours at minimum wage to cover the cost of going to, to college. And so it's a different animal today. I think if you can make a compelling case for a, a very reasonable student fee, get the student body behind that, there's still some possibility there. It's not the panacea. It's not going to raise the, the 5 to ten millions yeah. of million that you need annually to, to elevate this program. Uh, it can be part of the, 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 the solution, but it's not the solution.
2: In terms of alumni engagement, we we talked earlier about the students and, you know, how you create that environment or that culture that they enjoy being in from an alumni perspective, whether it's athletics or academics or, you know, whatever it might be when it comes to supporting Louisiana Tech. um, How difficult is that to keep alumni engaged once they do graduate
10: well you know so alumni get out into life and and there's so many pressures on life these days and you start having kids and you start worrying about your work but i will tell you that the alumni that i have spoken to on the phone uh have have are so that you talk about bleed tech blue yeah they 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 really personify that and they want to be engaged and they're looking for ways to be engaged and so it's i think that's an area of opportunity for us is to really ramp up our alumni engagement activities Finding meaningful ways for them to reconnect with their alma mater. And it's not always about giving us money. Yes. Right? Sometimes right. the conversation is just, hey, I want you to see what we're doing. I want you to come back. I want you to see some of the facility improvements that we've made. I want you to send your children.
2: Just to, to create their interest back Louisiana in their Tech. school. Yeah. We
10: want you to see that, that, that your alma mater is a place that you can be very proud of. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, that, that, that line in our, in our song out in the alma mater that we sing, Ever loyal be. Well, that's a two way street, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that you have to be loyal to us. We're going to be loyal to you as an alum. And showing the value that's associated with that, mm-hmm. I think that's the way you re engage alumni. No doubt. All right,
2: let's go ahead and take our next time out. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation. Louisiana Tech President,
11: Dr. Jim Henderson. Will be back right for this. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number, you're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Oh, courtesy, a
7: great place to buy a car.
8: Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy
1: Automotive Family, Ruston. Every day is game day at the Dugout in Ruston. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the Dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the Dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex. Hey, Tech fans, coming in town to watch the dogs play? We'll stay with the whole family at a fully furnished home in Ruston, Monroe, or one of our area, Great Lakes. For more information, go to staywithsouthern.com. That is staywithsouthern.com. And Bleed Tech Blue listeners, listen up because this offer is just for you. BTB listeners, use code BTB24. That's BTB24 for 10% off any and all stays. Again, staywithsouthern.com.
0: Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubak Rustin Monroe,
5: 97.7. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the
2: show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Blue Tech Blue Radio BC. Beck Haynes, John Taver, Sports Talk ninety seven point seven. Of course, you can get us on the rejuvene hotline or text line, or I guess the text line triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. As we continue our conversation, with Louisiana Tech President Dr. Jim Henderson. Uh, we have West chimes in. He says, uh, "What'd you think of the Louisiana Tech softball game last night?"
10: Oh, I tell you, it was uh, perfect weather for softball. <laughs> Forty four degrees. You know, the wind blowing in from the outfield. Uh, but it was an exciting environment, and uh, you know, th- th- look, th- th- I like I, I'm no uh, I don't shy away from saying women's basketball is my favorite sport because okay. it's still fundamental. Softball is fun to watch because it's High faster pace, yeah. yeah, and and the enthusiasm that the teams show. And and uh, Tanya and I were walking. We went for a long walk today. We walked across uh, the field at Joe IA, and the softball team was was working out again, doing some mm-hmm. stretches and and warming up, and we got to go over and visit with them for a little while. But, you know, last night uh, they put on a show. It was their first – finally got their opening oh. night in. And it was just great to be involved with them. And, and Coach Taylor's doing a phenomenal job of getting that team ready to play and to compete this year. I'm just very excited about their prospect.
2: I, I want to ask you about baseball. Obviously, it starts Friday night. I know you and Lane Burrows worked together previously at Northwestern yeah. State. What was that like for you when you – got the job, and kind of reconnecting with him. Well,
10: you know, I told him, you deserted me once. You can't, you can't do it <laughs> you again. You can't. Don't <laughs> let him go. Uh, and, and look, Lane, he, and no one knows this yet, and, and, but his daughter and my son, who's in med school, are going to get married. Oh, oh, really? No way. But they don't even know it yet. Oh, okay. okay. We, I was like, we, wow. we met her Friday night, and I said, this is, this is a perfect match for our son, Nick. Yeah. But, uh, no, Lane and I go way back. We've stayed in touch over the years, and, and he's one of these guys that, that that if I had a son that was playing baseball, that's who I'd want yeah. him to play for. He's and look, he doesn't shy away. He uh, he gave a very short, forty-five-minute speech at at the uh, the first pitch banquet the other night, and forty-five minutes seemed like very less short. than an hour yeah. at the time. And it was a uh, little tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. I, I, I love the message that he gave, and he got to introduce his team. He has fun; they have fun playing for him. But he doesn't shy away from. From thinking big, and yeah, I made a joke about job, you know yeah. my grandkids are going to come, they're going to they're going to come for the Conference USA tournament here, and just stay on for the regional. And he didn't back away from that yeah, one yeah. bit. And, that, and that's what I love about Lane yeah,
3: He He's phenomenal. I mean, like, the players probably more so than anywhere I've ever noticed. But like the players love playing for him, yeah. and you get him on radio, and me and like we hang up with him, and me and Ben are like I'm about to run through a brick wall. Yeah. Like I, like he's is, he's is incredible. He is yeah. he is so good to have on campus and and to represent. Um, our student athletes, and, and also just baseball and softball, back, the facilities, you mentioned the the, uh, the baseball field, but the women's facilities are, That's right. I mean, we got, I, I hate to say the word help, but from the tornado, but, like, those are incredible. And that innovative
10: soccer-softball complex. Together. Right? It's they're the good, coolest good, thing. They're, they're yes, good, right. But, the, but they share that space together. It's really smart, and it's a beautiful facility. It's the envy, of certainly, of the conference, but... Uh, Uh, It's it's probably as good as anything in the country.
2: Well, and and the academic center that's going up, and obviously it's going to be another year or so before that's built, but uh, I'm sure you've seen the, the study hall underneath the Thomas Assembly Center. spent some time in there. Uh, during my college years. But just to add that for the student-athlete experience has to be big
10: as well. well that, it creates that environment that says, hey, you matter to us, and the scholastic side of your journey matters to us, and we're going to ensure that you have the resources. Because we put demands on these students mm. Yes, but You think about the travel demands and the time uh, demands, and and so ensuring that they've got the resources, they can be successful, so that when they graduate, the vast majority of them are not going to compete at the professional level, yep. but they're going to compete in engineering, they're going to compete in the sciences, they're going to compete in the classroom. And and so, giving them preparation to control their own destiny is has got to be key for us
2: okay outside of the athletic director search uh do you have any sort of priorities from an athletics perspective uh at the at this point
10: well it's It's really built around finances we've got to be financially competitive with with those we aspire to compete against at the highest level now look you've got some that are out there at the liberties that yeah. have just they, they it's have, a have different a, world you know yeah. an unlimited checking account. Uh, but we have to move up competitively in the conference. And it's not going to come from the state of Louisiana. Yeah. And it's not going to come from our students. So we've got to find ways to be very innovative in generating revenue. It's not all going to come from the same 25 donors either. Yeah. So we've got to expand that donor base. But we've got to give people a reason to invest in Louisiana Tech Athletics so that we can compete. Now, people don't give the need. They give to excellence. And so they have got to see that we are the, we are committed to being excellent on the field and on the courts of play and I think they'll see that as a a new athletic director gets started pretty quickly.
2: What's the balance like? And obviously you have an athletic director, but what's that balance like as far as with your athletic coaches as far as, I don't know if using them is the right word, but uh, using them to assist in raising some of that money? Like how do you balance that? Because obviously – they have a lot on their plate as well with practice and developing and all all that type of stuff.
10: Well, it's, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter what your season is. It's a year-long job mm-hmm. that you've got as a coach. You've got to be always recruiting. You've got to be preparing for the next season. You've got to be working with your your, your coaches and, and getting game plans together and, and scouting, and if you're not doing that, you're watching film. And so it's hard to put more on those coaches, but they are the voice of our institution in a lot of ways, and bringing them to the table, especially in strategic ways where they can help us when when it comes to making an ask is going to be important. Uh, But at the same time, we've got to ensure that they've got the support around them, that they're not tied up with minutia, the ministeria that goes in with that. We've got to handle that for them so that they can focus on coaching, they can focus on getting these student-athletes to perform, getting them ready for the next game, the next tournament, or the next season.
3: Okay, so you mentioned your one of your favorite sports is, is women's basketball. I mean, obviously, rich history here at Tech. So, talk a little bit about the basketball team. Ben swears the men are going dancing this year. Okay, yeah. I mean he he won't he won't back down I'm from that. Not backing down from no, that. Yeah. So, talk a little bit about. I mean, I, I know that's a. a sport Have you that's always close been a
10: basketball heart. guy? I've always been a basketball guy. My dad took me uh, uh, 1982 on a trip from Northwest Arkansas to Tulsa, Oklahoma, to watch. Uh, the Lady Texas play Oral Roberts. Okay, and, uh, so that's where who, the affection came from. That's the first time I've seen basketball played at that level with Pam Kelly and okay. Angela Turner yeah, and Janice awesome. Lawrence yeah. and Kim Mulkey and then coming off the bench Jennifer White and so many others. Uh, that team, I'm still, um, still crushed over the Old Dominion loss that year. Yeah. Uh, but, but everything else that's happened in women's sports is built off of the Lady Texas. Yeah. Two seminal moments in athletics yeah. for women. The passage of Title IX and the founding of Lady Texter basketball with Sonja Hogue and then Leon Barmore. Uh, So I'm a huge women's basketball fan. Of course, Brooke coached for me uh, at Northwestern, and I think she's an exceptional (laughs) coach. Uh, You know, they've been so close. They've been competitive with everybody they've played this year, and it's just piecing it together. You know, they've got a big game this weekend uh, in in Miami at FIU, and it's not putting any pressure, (laughs) but the last time a Louisiana Tech team played where my four grandbabies who won live in Miami 40. were in attendance. They won by 40. Okay. So we need so one by just, 41? Yeah. 41? Just, just, yep. That's just the expectation. And, uh, and my daughter's excited. She's already got some gift bags. with She married a, a, a young man of Cuban heritage, baseball player okay. uh, in Miami. And uh, so she's got gift bags with a little Cuban flavor cool. she'll leave in the, in the girls' rooms. And the, the babies will be decked out in Tech red and blue. And I expect us to come home with some victories. I would not want to play this Louisiana Tech team. Right. In, the, in the Conference tournament. USA Tournament. I certainly wouldn't. So
2: see. what's Jim Henderson like, the fan, regardless of sport? Are you, are you a little librarian-ish or are you a little
3: –
10: So those listening to the podcast could probably feel Tanya's eyes roll a little bit there. <laughs> so, I, am a, I am a passionate fan, and and I, I get on a first-name basis with the officials. Okay. I, I, I like <laughs> Anything it. you can do to help. I apologize yeah. to them ahead of the game for everything I'm about to say to them. Uh, but 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 yes, I am. I'm passionate and I'm, I'm and energized. When my daughter played basketball, they, her Loyola high school team won the state championship here in the TAC, uh, which makes it really special. Uh, but she never missed a shot that she wasn't fouled. So I'm a notorious. I Homer, hear it.
3: <laughs> notorious
10: Homer. Uh, but but I get really passionate about it, and I love to be around these athletes. Usually in the last two minutes, you'll see me kind of go down from our seats. You get and a I'll little closer. I put my back up against the concrete wall just to kind of keep my. My sanity, keep my, my, my enthusiasm intact in and, uh, and, and of course, Tanya's as big a fan as, as I am. She's, my, my left ear goes numb after a while when she says, "That's a foul." she's walking. You know, it sounds like ball. my wife honestly, yeah. oh. uh, except
2: she doesn't understand how anyone ever misses a free throw and I'm yeah. like nobody shoots 100 <laughs> percent. Well, I will tell you
10: Tanya's quite an athlete herself. She is, uh, she's learned how to play tennis and she'll play, huh. she and I will play competitively against the boys in doubles. She's a great basketball player, she was a honey bear. For the Gaidon High School okay. Okay. basketball team back uh, a few years ago, uh, and so she's just as competitive as I am, and it makes for a pretty pretty powerful uh, set of fans right there behind the bench. I like
3: it. Yeah, yeah, I do too. All right, so here at Bleed Tech Blue, I, I me and Ben would consider ourselves gentlemen. You know, chivalry is not like dead. To be. We know uh, behind every good president is a good first lady. Yeah. Okay, and you've mentioned your wife several times. She's here with you tonight. Can you just talk a little bit about? Um, it sounds like already and i think it's awesome that that y'all do this together so can you talk about what the tech faithful is
10: getting with y'all as a team well they're getting the best unpaid labor they could ever ask for in 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 tanya henderson and and, you know the first time she walked past me in a hallway going into a classroom i said i'm gonna marry that girl and it was about a a year and a half later before i got a date with her and it was five (laughs) months after that that we got married and so it's been uh, almost 31 years for us Uh, and we've been through a lot of changes over time you know she's had a remarkable career in advertising Uh, when we took over at Northwestern she realized she could not do that job anymore so she opened her own advertising company Uh, had remarkable successes Mm -hmm. now she's gotten it down to almost a boutique type agency that she handles a few key clients and that frees her up to do work with me Mm -hmm. and having her at my side Uh, during this transition at losing a having that second set of ears someone who hears things from a different perspective analyzes things from a different perspective and can advise me uh, immediately after or just even a week later because you remember when someone said xyz and I was like man I didn't even think about that yeah Uh, it's just it's 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 truly a partnership and and I couldn't have a better partner in work or in life than, than the one sitting beside me tonight.
2: And, and I was going to ask you that. like, How important is that to, like you said, bounce ideas or yeah. she, things she might hear versus things you might hear uh, just to be able to make sure that you kind of see the whole picture when you're discussing some of these big changes or challenges or decisions that you are making? Well,
10: and so it's, it's really my, my graduate research was in psychometrics, right, about how people think about things and how important it is to have a diversity of, of, of thinking sitting around the table uh, when it comes to leadership teams. Well, when you have that diversity of thinking uh, that you eat and sleep with every single night, that just makes it very powerful. So I'm very much a conceptual and analytical thinker. She's very much a structural and social thinker. So together we make one full brain and allows us then to to take a comprehensive approach to, to dealing with some of these issues. Plus, when we're at a cocktail party, my attention span for personal conversation is about ninety <laughs> seconds. Hers is about ninety minutes, and yeah. so we strike that. You balance. need her. You need good her combo. big time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She, she that's props right. me up in, in cocktail situations. Yeah,
3: that's awesome. Well, we can we can we can tell that y'all are a great team, and I think that's a that's a really unique thing to have, and and, and um, I think Tech will benefit a lot from having y'all do that together. So she, she's amazing. Yeah, Plus, awesome. she cooks
10: a pretty good gumbo.
3: Yeah. No, well, I like it. No, you know, right. we, B, BTB, we like gumbo. Yeah. up here. we do like the gumbo. Well, we <laughs> cooked.
10: We, she cooked a gumbo for the three hundred and fifty member uh, oh, Northwestern State band. My goodness! Band. And wow. I had a hundred and twenty quart pot, and she just kept filling it up, and it wow. was the best gumbo that most of those people had ever eaten. Wow. So that's, awesome. Man,
11: that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's
2: impressive. That's awesome. Well, we appreciate y'all coming in, and uh, it's a great conversation. I'm sure we'll. Talk to you at some point in the future, and we'll see you out at athletic events as well.
10: Listen, we just thank you for your support of Louisiana Tech Athletics and Louisiana Tech University. It's, it, you, you embody everything that loyal be means. And so Bleed Tech Blue is one of my favorite uh, not-to-be-missed podcasts. So thanks for including yeah, me. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. So it.
2: we're going to tear our final timeout. We come back. I'll uh, we'll give you a quick synopsis of what's coming up in Louisiana Tech Athletics this week, and we'll wrap it up. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Be back right after this.
9: At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at LN.Bank, Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC.
0: At Rejuvami, we specialize in medically monitored hormone replacement therapy, giving you the energy you need for all life's challenges. We can help get your day started. We can help with those long work days, and we can even make your nights longer. Rejuvene, let us be your age-defying clinic. Restore me, refuel me, rejuvenate. You asked for it, we got it. Simaglutide, rejuvenemedical.com. Restore me, refuel me, rejuvenate. Me. Rejuvenemedical.com. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. It's Bowtie.
6: <coughs> Hurry into Bojangles for two scratch-made sizzling sausage biscuits for just four bucks. One bite, and you'll want breakfast for dinner. Good thing we serve breakfast all day, every day. But this isn't just breakfast. It's two for four bucks. So you can get two savory sausages on fluffy buttermilk biscuits. Biscuits made the right way, by hand. Oh, yeah, did we mention they're never frozen? Well, you're probably hungry now. So hurry over to Bojangles. Because this two for four deal won't last forever. It's bow time.
5: You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we
2: put a bow on it on this Tuesday night. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC Haynes John Tabor. I want to thank Ethan Bates for joining us yep. at 615. I want to thank Dr. Jim Henderson, Louisiana Tech President. Uh, for spending the last forty-five minutes with this Beck. Like I don't know how we follow it up, Ben. Uh, I'm a little biased on like, our own show, but that was a
3: great interview. Uh, he gets me fired up. Uh, it gives pretty, me a lot of optimism. Yeah, pretty uh, inspiring. Pretty uh, motivating. Uh, I see why that was. That was the hire. If I'm uh, being honest, pretty easy to tell. Pretty easy to tell. Uh, and I, I mean it when I say I really do think it's awesome that his wife Tanya is involved that's um, no, really cool Yeah, and, and she's got her own skill set like he said that's going to be really beneficial um, you're getting two presidents and one maybe a little bit of that Ben I mean I love it I, like I
2: it. really like it hey if you didn't get a chance to hear the duration of our interview with Dr. Henderson I would advise you to uh, give the old podcast a listen listen I'll be honest with you we've set a few podcast records this year no I think yeah. this one might can surpass it yeah this it uh, we've had dynamite. some big news but yeah. but, and listen which we we've You we, don't get access to a university present too
4: often.
3: He's made himself available every single time we've asked. Yep. Came in studio. In studio
2: for 45 minutes. All right. Well, well we, we got Tuesday on the Tuesday night. No, Tuesday
3: night. Oh, Mardi Gras. Uh, it is Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras Happy to you, Happy Mardi Gras, dog.
2: Oh, Valentine's Day tomorrow. Uh, Yeah. You, you got anything planned for the no. wife? All right. Got no. her card? Nope. Oh, better stop it's, all, the it's all about
3: the girls, the little ones, and I uh, no, no, no. uh, caved and gave them their big present, got them some big teddy bears on Sunday when it was a little rainy and stormy. They are a little scared, and I said, you know what? I can fix that. <laughs>
2: it was quite the thunderstorm on Sunday. Yeah,
3: we still, you uh, don't like the old thunderstorms at the house. Had a treat fall a couple years ago during the hurricanes. Likes everybody and a little on edge. I hadn't recovered, I but you. you know, we'll be all
2: right. All right, we got a lot going on in Louisiana Tech Athletics for the remainder of the week. Here we go. Let's start with basketball. Men's basketball at home Thursday night, six p.m. tip against Jacksonville State. I'll be there. You'll hear it on one hundred seven point five. You'll see it on ESPN Plus, but you should be inside the Thompson Assembly Center. Two p.m. Saturday afternoon, Duck and Dogs host FIU. Need it. ESPN Plus, KXKZ one hundred seven point five as well. The women, Brookstore squad, they'll be on the road Thursday at Jacksonville State, Saturday at FIU. Like Doctor Henderson mentioned, uh, need a dub in that one. Last time Tech went out to Miami, men won by 40. Uh, Baseball-wise, uh, it's here. We've made it to baseball season. Diamond Dogs, Lane burrows they'll crank it up Friday night. First pitch set for 6 p.m. Northern Colorado comes to town. I don't know how good Northern Colorado is. Haven't started looking at the scout report yet. Just come out to the Love Shack and find out.
3: Yeah, that's the thing about the first series of the weekend. It don't even matter. You just want to see no, the are going up. You just want to see the boys play. How many tanks is Cole McConnell hitting? Just tell me right uh, zero,
2: now. Zero, because he's still suspended for four more games. No. Yeah. We he, don't even get to see him this No, weekend. he's not back till Kent State. Wow. Yeah. Hey, we informed the audience. You didn't know, so now you know. Uh, so that's a 6 p.m. Tip, tip. First pitch Friday night. Doubleheader Saturday starting at noon. 1 p.m. first pitch on Sunday. That's a four-game series. Softball. Listen, we're going through t- baseball and softball season. That's how we do it here at Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Uh Josh Taylor Squad, they're 1-0 after a 4-1 win over Corpus Christi on Monday. They'll play Southeastern tomorrow at 5 at home. This weekend, they'll play the best on, in the best on the Bayou Classic over at ULM. They'll play Lindenwood on Friday at 11, they'll play ULM Friday at 5, and then they'll play Lindenwood Saturday at 11 ULM saturday at two so that's that's the nuts and bolts of this weekend athletic. a lot going on
3: this is why you want to do extension. you got so both got men and women's on.
2: basketball you got baseball you got softball you got it all so been a fun show tonight want to thank like i said earlier ethan bates diamond dogs right-handed pitcher infielder for joining us we'll excited to see old ethan bates drop some country taters at the shack on friday night appreciate dr jim Anderson, louisiana tech president for joining us As well, if you didn't get a chance to listen, give the podcast a listen. It's well worth your time. So, for Beckage, for our producer John Tabor on BC, we'll see you.
5: Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7, brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. To the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio.
9: Here's the thing.
5: First name, Doug. Boom! what up? Last name, Godley. Google me. Middle name, Unrelenting. The idea is very simple.
2: It's not an equitable system. It's never been
5: fair. <laughs> no fat. The meat of the story. Let's cut through the gristle. Let's cut out the fat.